WSU FM, WSU HD South Orange, New Jersey. What's up, guys? I'm the Brooklyn Dodger, and I'm on the phone with John Joseph of the Cro-Mags. So we're here to talk about your tour that you have, the walking tour in the West Village. And what is it called again? Uh, well, it's actually the East Side. East Side. And uh, it's uh, just the John Joseph... Uh, you know, the punk rock tour, I guess. I don't know. All right. And after being on the tour, I had so many questions, and unfortunately, you had to run out. But I felt it was something that was needed, especially in that part of the city where people just kind of forget what used to go around. Everyone is more concerned with stores and capitalism and buildings and the history of New York and what really happened kind of fell by the wayside um i mean i think that's that's true but also there's seems to be a uh resurgence of you know wanting to know a lot of the new york history now Mm -hmm. there's a lot of movies coming and uh i really think because it was such a, a great time in new york i mean especially i mean i was on the streets in like 77 and then, you know, whatever, got locked up or yeah. came right back in 80. And, you know, so I think there is uh, a lot of interest in that whole time period of what New York was like. And mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of the media, I mean, the Times covered it, NBC News covered the tour. So Time Out's doing something, the Travel Channel. So, I mean, New York is just such an epic city in terms of, being the hub of so much uh, artistic, uh, mm-hmm. you know, people that uh, there's really a need to know the the roots of a lot of that stuff, and I think that's what gets captured on the tour. It's you know, crime mm-hmm. and punk and art history down there. So yeah, um, from a lot of the crime, a lot of great things did happen because people were, I guess, reacting to what was going on. And, like, according to this, my father has told me this a long time ago because he grew up on the streets in Brooklyn. There are two ways you can react to things. You could either ignore it and have a blind eye or you can say something and do something about it. And that a lot of that happened, which is why the punk scene and the hardcore scene blossomed from that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And, I mean, I, I don't know how old your dad is, but I'm almost turning 50, and it's... uh you know, 77, it mm-hmm. was, the city was broke, it was, I mean, you know. It was scary times. Yeah, it was just, I mean, we had one of the highest murder uh, rates in the country, mm-hmm. I mean, you had the blackout, the the, the riots of the blackout, you yeah. had Son of Sam, you had, you know, so much stuff going on, and then when you got into the, you know, the city was broke, you know, Lindsay had to step in, basically, the even the president, uh, Carter, told us to F off, mm-hmm. and, you know, finally, it got, it, it got straightened out, but then you had the Reagan years, and, you know, so the punk, you know, uh, movement and everything, especially, kind of captured a lot of the angst that was there amongst the young people. Nowadays, everybody's so, uh, you know, 
it, it's like opiated with all this friggin' technology. You just mm-hmm. walk down the street and people don't even have conversations anymore. It's like they don't even look where they're going. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, it, it, they're just walking down the street text messaging people. It's like there's not even any, these people don't even have people skills anymore to hold a conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just completely different. And I, I really feel. As a matter of fact, I'm adapting my first book, The Evolution of a Cro-Magnon, into a movie, and I've actually doing it in two parts, but the first part of the whole movie is kind of set in uh, 1977 and, and capturing, you know, it was like a, it was just a, a, a pot of boiling water waiting to friggin' explode, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I think uh, it did, and that was a rough time for me, too, people you know, dying of drugs and all kind of being on the streets and whatnot. So, you know, we definitely were reacting uh, to a lot of the stuff, but, you know, it was, a lot of it was violent reactions too, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my uncle was involved in a lot of, a lot of shady stuff and a lot of drug pushing back in Brooklyn and during the late 70s and every, like, my parents always tell me, like, things were, things were bad and it was a scary time and, now where people like I'm a child of technology, like growing up from the, like the early 90s into now, seeing how much technology changed. And you're, you're right. People are more concerned with what's going on. Well, not really what's going on, like trying to contact someone through a text message and keeping conversations. And we have so much technology at hand, yet no one really knows what's really going on in the world. No one knows what's going on in society. No one knows what's going on in their own backyard and that's really sad especially in New York where there are so many people who have who have been fortunate to have money but never even help people who are on the streets who are hungry and yeah well that's one of the main things that I've done because I grew up in bad foster homes and on the streets I mean I've done food charity uh, for 10 years, non-profit, ran a yoga center. I've, I've been feeding the homeless at Tompkins Square Park mm-hmm. even as far back as 1981. But it is true because everyone's being spoon-fed their information through a very limited, uh, you know, it's like there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a flow of the ocean of knowledge and information out there, but yet they chose to, you know, go through this, these same uh, news channels, it's like comparing the, a rushing uh, ocean to, you know, the, you know, a trickle of water going through the eye of, uh, of a needle is, mm-hmm. to, as far as, like, where they're getting their information from on, you know, these, uh, you know, I mean, the media is just completely controlled, and, and that was the great thing about punk rock was, and this whole movement, which I feel has been lost to a large degree, is mm-hmm. the open-mindedness and people really searching for some truth. And now it's just, it's just a bunch of. I just see like texting zombies walking around, and everyone's caught up in reality TV and all this bullcrap. And it's just like, you know, the masses have just been dumbed down, and you know, they're not, uh, you know really even prepared to, for some of these things that's right on the horizon. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this whole Babylon New World Order is just marching toward, you know, total control of everything. And the next thing that's going to get shut down is, 
you're, they're going to limit your access to what you can get on the internet. They're already doing it in Europe. So, mm -hmm. freedom of speech, the, you know, everything, you know, and that's why I've always been an advocate for speaking up on on issues, and always will be because you know it was never about the dollar to me. It's about you know help, helping people and uh, you know continuously. You know, on the many fronts, I've I wrote a book on health, mm -hmm. for pussies, and you know I just keep keep going forward. And now, you know, other you know that's why I do the walking tour too because I feel a lot of the New York stories are getting lost and mm -hmm. not uh, you know. Yeah, like uh, me being a, growing up in New York in like very very bad areas in the early '90s and like coming to. A different world going to college and seeing a lot of people who are not really informed and I notice more people like there's no there's no substance anymore more people are more concerned on what's going on in so-and-so's life on TV and how to get like the newest I guess newest pair of shoes newest and anything like spending money on things that really don't matter and people don't care about the truth exactly and uh you know, you have to, the, the masses are manipulated, and, you know, honestly, if you don't, I saw a great film, and it was called Meat, and it came out in the, uh, in the, in the late 50s, early 60s, mm -hmm. and it was, uh, I forget the director's name, but he did Titty Cut Follies and a couple other movies like that, and um, basically, it was so amazing because they were they were leading these sheep into the slaughterhouse and they used the goat to you know to get these they had a goat there and the goat was like bad bad mm -hmm. and like getting these friggin sheep to follow it and the the goat was leading these sheep into their death mm -hmm. and the sheep would stop and the goat would like make noise and then run again and then the sheep would run after him and then stop and that's really what's going on. It's like, who are these people that we, you know, they make it seem like, you know, we need to follow these people and, and wear what they're wearing and do, and they're the coolest people on earth. Mm -hmm. they're, they're a bunch of idiots. The, like 99.9% .9 of these celebrities got their heads up their asses, and mm -hmm. it's like, you know, who cares what they say or what they do? And mm -hmm. I could give two craps about it. People need to start thinking for themselves. And, you know, that's what, like I said, I grew up on Bad Brains. And, you know, I worked for them in 1980, 81, up until about 82. And that was always the whole thing was, you know, what's, you know, what's this Babylon culture, man? This Every empire has fallen. What makes this country think that this this country is going to implode from within. You can have all the nukes in the world. Yeah. It's not going to stop the degradation and the destruction of society. And mm -hmm. it's happening because everybody's addicted to drugs. Yeah. Everybody's on some type of prescription medication for something. And this country is really, it's being lied to by these people. Oh, yeah, we have to invade this country. We have to invade that country. And you know, we're not liberators. We didn't liberate these countries. Like, we invaded these countries, and mm -hmm. it's it's clearly obvious. That's why they fragged Pat Tillman, because he was writing home saying, these people don't want us here, and, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on with the opium trade in Afghanistan mm -hmm. and all this other stuff, and 
it's been proven how corrupt this government is. The CIA brought all the all the cocaine and crack into the into into the gang areas in LA in the early 80s and mm -hmm. they even admitted it. They used it to 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 sell crack and cocaine and kill people to fund uh you know, wars and ammunition and stuff like that that they had going on, covert wars that they were behind in South America. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? They're not doing the same thing, having people uprise against these governments in the Middle East, because if we go in there just doing what we did in Iraq and Afghanistan, now the world's taking notice. We're going to look like the dictators that we are. So they create unrest, and then watch who's going to get replaced in, in, in Libya and Syria and all these countries. It's going to be some U.S. puppet. Mm -hmm. This has all been orchestrated, and, you know, people just, it's like, to me, it's like. It's sickening. You know, the genetically modified food. Why is Monsanto hiring XE Services, which was formerly Blackwater, to spy on and infiltrate anti-GMO organizations and, and, and all this other stuff? And it's just, you know, it's just, this is corporate America. This is no longer, uh, you know, the republic that, you know, that it was set up as. And yes. the bankers have taken over, you know, the elite bankers, Bilderberg, all these groups, you know, running, running us into the ground. And at least that's why punk rock to me was, what's the first tenet of punk rock? Question authority question everything mm -hmm. that voice has been silenced people just you know usa usa you know i mean i lost people in 9-11 i lost people in the military but mm -hmm. i didn't run around saying i i just said hold up let's analyze this whole thing of, of what what hit the pentagon what how did seven world trade fall you know keep answering all these questions for me mm -hmm. you know but it's just and the youth especially, the youth is supposed to be the ones who are supposed to be for change and, 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 and be aggro and, and want revolution in this country. But, you know. Everyone's three, a sheep. Three quarters of the youth are the sheep and, you know, and half of them are being euthanized by some type of prescription drug, be it Paxil or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. They're on some type of medication, you know. I mean, and then the older people, they're friggin' eating eating crap and, and and they're also on tons of medication so the whole society is medicated you know yeah. and when you start eating healthy and developing good habits eating eating good and exercising that's when you start your brain the fog starts to clear in your mind and you can really you know start to see what's really going down and you know to me i mean my whole thing is, is on i i try to fight uh, you know, conformity on, on many levels, and the punk rock tour is part of it. My books on health is part of it. I'm writing a movie, that's part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I go and, and, and counsel uh, offenders who maybe got in trouble with the law, they're locked up, that's part of it, you know. Yeah. But it's all about helping the next person in, in line, and, you know, <laughs> to me, you know, that's... Uh, I've been called to service, and that's just what I try to do. And, you know, I mean, I, I think it's cool because a lot of the stories on the tour, it's not, like I said, I didn't download the facts off Wikipedia. You I was actually it. there. Yeah. So. Like, unfortunately, a lot of people, like, going back into punk music, for me, growing up, when I listened to bands like The Clash and, like, Gorilla Biscuits and Agnostic Front, they were, that was my way of knowing something was wrong. 
I didn't look toward the media for anything. And I grew up a lot in, like, I listened to punk music and hardcore music. That was something I always enjoyed because that was my way of getting information. And a lot of people rather listen to Top 40 and think that everything is okay when slowly, like you said, we're imploding. Right. And I remember talking to uh, Lou Kohler from Sick of It All, telling him the first time I heard malfunction was when I really knew something was going on. Like, I play, that's, like, Chromag's Malfunction was my favorite song ever since I heard it. Oh, well, that means a lot. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's sad, but, you know, sound vibration is very powerful. It's a very powerful mm-hmm. force, so it could be used also to manipulate people or it could be used to open people's eyes. And, I mean, it didn't matter to me. When I first saw the Bad Brains in 1980, I was like, I want to know what these dudes are into. And it was first because I heard their music and saw them play live. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yo, what are these dudes into? And luckily for me, they were into positivity, PMA. They were into, you know, vegetarian food and, mm-hmm. and, and positive thinking and and all that stuff and even spirituality, you know. So to me, it was like... That was what got my whole path started, and all the amazing people that were surrounded or around the bad brains, and and um, you know, that's just uh, like I said, man. Sound vibration is is very important. That's why I chant every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I chant mantras, uh, chant Hare Krishna, chant you know different mantras and stuff because. That sound vibration purifies you, and and you know that's what. I think everybody uh, needs that, and everybody needs to disconnect from, you know, this, this, uh, you know, this whole. Everybody's just plugged into this like idiot box, mm-hmm. and, and 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 the radio and all this stuff, and like all this gossip, and you know, like that's you know, Sri Prabhupada, he said that it's compared to the croaking of frogs. It's simply letting the snake called death let them know where they are mm-hmm. so they can come and kill them and really that's what it's all about because once you start believing the lies and you plug into this whole thing and you you start living your life according to what they tell you is important in life there's people out there struggling dropping dead getting sick because they're trying to lead some life and buy all this materialistic crap that they don't even need yeah. and it's like who says we need all that who says like like you know, to me, another one of the great bands I loved in the 90s was Rage Against the Machine. Yes. It's like, look at what they were saying. Let the billboard says, come and play, come and play. Forget about the movement. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. It's all about brainwashing. You know, everybody says, oh, if you practice some religion or spirituality, you're brainwashed. No, you're brainwashed. We're actually washing our brains of the crap that mm-hmm. your brain is completely soaked with. Mm-hmm. And so was mine and so was a lot of other people before, you know, there's, a, there's an awakening that's coming on the planet simultaneously. This is the age of Aquarius. This is the golden period in the age of Kali Yuga. So at the same time, the knowledge is there. It's just up to you. To tap that, into it. You, you have to tap into that. You have to... Take the plug out of the friggin' plug that it's in now, take mm-hmm. out of the outlet and plug into this outlet and get the real information because it is out there. It's just up to you 
to really want it. If you want to, you know, like like Seekers of the Truth, what was the lyrics? This is the age of the cheaters and the cheated. Mm -hmm. If you want to be cheated, you will be cheated out of everything, out of a relationship. If you want to be cheated, you'll get cheated in every aspect of your life. And that includes searching for the truth. You know, but if you're really looking for the truth, then... You know, God, the universe, everyone likes to say that nowadays, but whatever, I believe, you know, God has a name, I choose Krishna, whether it's Allah, uh, you know, uh, uh, Krishna, Allah, Buddha, Jehovah, Jesus, Christ, uh, Jah, whatever, you know, the the answers are there. So, to me, that's the important... uh, you know, thing in this life, and not not really to get um, off topic so much, uh, you know, from the tour. Yeah. But I just think, like, you know, it's not just one thing that makes up somebody. There's that person's whole life experience um, to be able to be a good storyteller comes from living through shit. And mm-hmm. when the Cro-Mags saying about living in squats and having guns pulled on us and you know, fighting people daily. That's been going on with me since, you know, since my first foster home at mm-hmm. five years old. Yeah. So, and and continuing from all the homes and everything, I've been, you know, 76, heading out on the streets and getting in trouble and going to jail and everything else. So, you know, but if I can help in some way, cut another person off from that path and you know it's up to all of us that have the knowledge now to pay that mm-hmm. to pay that forward and if it takes people coming out on a tour and you know ultimately i want to take you on the experiences that i had and say yo here's where i'm at now though because i also say like yo these are the dope spots to eat you know yeah. and, and get some nutrition and you know, besides all that, nowhere, and I always say that, nowhere in the punk rock handbook does it say we have to be weak, feeble, sick people that can't, you know, I'm training for the Ironman next year. I'm doing that. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, I'm not bragging. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you want to really fight the revolution, then you need to be fit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what the cro is all about, so. Yeah. To me, I think everything is about a public service. Like, if you can go out and help someone else, if you can share what you know to someone else and make sure that we don't go down these paths where we're, I guess, walking through clouds and through a clouded state and just going along with what they tell us. And when you can think for yourself and try to help someone think for themselves. Right. Like, that's that, what makes a successful society, and unfortunately, we do not have that. Exactly, because we fell, we fell for the wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, Obama, Obama, Obama. Just go on the John Joseph Facebook page. That's all I got to say, because I put the links of all the appointments that he's made in his cabinet, heads of Monsanto running up, uh, you know, running up the Food Safety Administration's uh, for this country, I mean, it's absurd. It's like letting uh, it's letting the fox in the hen house, mm-hmm. and and these Federal Reserve, these private bank, you know, government Sachs, Goldman Sachs, heading up. It, it, I mean, just watch Inside Job. Not one single one of these guys has been prosecuted. Look what they're doing to this country. You know, it's becoming the haves and the have-nots. It's mm-hmm. going to get worse. And they use the brother that got some skills on the court and got a little swagger. 
to get over on everybody. Yeah. They ain't stupid. They didn't march into Afghanistan and Iraq to turn around and let a, let some brother in there. That's, and, and I'm down with all the black, the African-American, real revolutionaries in this country are saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. That was a, bro a brother is the one who turned me on to the documentary, The Obama Deception. Mm -hmm. And that will tell you every single friggin' person that that guy put in his cabinet, Kissinger, Brzezinski, all these people are his advisors. They're the worst of the worst. Mm -hmm. They're murderers. And they're the ones that's advising these people and making all these decisions. And it's supposed to be we the people. They are supposed to be working for us. They need to get it straight. And America needs to wake the hell up, you know, with this false flag crap that they've been pulling, controlling the country by fear. You're no better than those little sheep, sheeple. That's what mm -hmm. this country's become, walking to their deaths in the slaughterhouse, following the goat called Obama. You know, that's really what's going on. And I call it as I see it. I've been watching what's going on and... You know, I'm not in a bar getting drunk and, and not paying attention to things. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my my consciousness is very clear and open-minded. And you know, let somebody prove me wrong. <laughs> they haven't been able to. Yeah. And you know, the free thinkers of this country and this planet need to wake up and go against Bilderberg and stop the chemtrails and the rest of the stuff that's going on. You know, watch the world according uh, watch uh, the world according to Monsanto and watch what in the world are they spraying mm -hmm. get get informed you see these planes going over spraying every city across this planet why are they doing this and who's doing this you know they're, mm -hmm. they're spraying us like bugs you know and they're the chemtrail issue I just was in Seattle the entire mm -hmm. sky was covered with chemtrails so why what are they spraying mm -hmm. what is this stuff people need to wake up and start asking themselves, why are they putting fluoride in the water, which is a chemical that's in every behavioral medication. Mm -hmm. You know, it, can, it, it sedates people. Why are they putting that in the water? When the Nazis and, and, the, and the Russians used it in the gulags and the, and the Nazis used it in the concentration camps to bring the prisoners, uh, to bring the Holocaust victims under control in the camps. So why did America turn around and start putting that under the lie of, oh, yeah, it makes your teeth strong? Yeah. Fluoride's a toxin. Why are they putting it in the water? Why is it in everything? Why are they spraying chemtrails? See, when you start asking all this stuff, then actually, you know, and the ultimate thing is, you know, how do I stop the cycle of birth and death? Where am I going in the next life? Mm -hmm. You see, it's, that's the real revolution, you know, because... That's the questions that nobody, n nobody asked. One of the great philosophers in India, he was at Chanaka Pandit, was asked, what is the greatest thing? And he replied, the greatest thing is that we can see everyone before us die, but still, another, we think that we won't die. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, 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 have to, you have to just get out there and really start searching. You know, be a seeker of the truth. That's what the Cro-Mags have stood for for all these years. That's why I still go on stage and feel every single lyric and still perform, uh, you know, at the intensity that I did 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it's because I believe every word we wrote. And, you know, and that's why we still do it. You know, someone asked me, how long are you going to keep playing? When I stop feeling it, then I'll stop playing. But you know what? I base my lyrics on the truth. I base my, my, my lyrics on the Vedas and truth and that I found in life. And how could that ever be a thing of the past? Mm -hmm. if, if, if that is, then kill me. 
because if I'm not looking for the truth, then I'm wasting my human form of life. And I just really don't want to do that. But it is a service. That's what you hit. You hit the, the, the nail right on the head. It's a service. And we are here to serve others. That's really what life is all about, mm-hmm. you know, helping other, helping other people, you know. Yeah. But it, they're breeding a selfish society. Really, that's what's going on because it's, it's, it's making it so hard to make a living that you're having to cut the throat of the next man in line to mm-hmm. get to even put food on your family's table. Yeah. But meanwhile, all the bankers got bonuses and bailouts and trillions and trillions of dollars. You know what about uh, what about us? What mm-hmm. about what about the other people in this country? And that's really what's going on. You're going to get the filthy rich and the dirt poor. There's no middle class there, anymore. There this isn't. this this whole economic system in this country is a thing of the past. We're not a country of exporters anymore. Now we're simply a bunch of fake numbers on Wall Street run by the Federal Reserve, which is a bunch of crook bankers. And if you watch America. America, freedom to fascism, Aaron Russo's movie, you'll learn all about the Federal Reserve, too. So everybody got to start opening up their eyes. Why is there all this war? Because they have to borrow money from the Federal Reserve, the private bankers, Mm -hmm. to go to war. So the bankers make money off of us killing everybody all over the planet. Mm -hmm. How do you like that? You know, so... As you said before, almost every single person in this world is for themselves and how they can benefit themselves and how they can get ahead, and it's no longer about, it's not even a society, it's me the people, or me the person, as opposed to we the people, how can I help out my neighbor, how can I help out the people who are struggling, it's more about what can I do to get ahead, and the only people ahead now are, like you said, the bankers, and yeah. while well, everyone else is struggling. But I do see that there is a large contingency of Americans that that are so, that are selfless, but it's you know it's just you see people doing so much philanthropic work and helping other people america you know this is the great this really is one of the greatest countries on the face of the earth mm-hmm. the amazing people in this country unfortunately the leaders are a bunch of dogs yeah. they are a bunch of jackals they are the worst parasites on the on the on the asses of of america mm-hmm. And that's really what they are, and they're bleeding us into the ground. And everybody just keeps marching along and marching along and marching along. And people got to stop and say, yo, enough is enough. How many people do we have to lose in Afghanistan and all these, all these wars and all this nonsense, man? Iraqis wasn't coming here. There was no weapons of mass destruction. They weren't coming here. Afghanistan... The, the Taliban was in the White House months before nine, uh, before we invaded Iraq. We, yeah. it, it's like, pay attention, people. Look at the lies that's being told, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like the rabbit hole runs deep, man, and it just depends. You want to take the blue or the red pill. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to stay asleep or you want to wake up, man. You want to wake up? Take the plug out of that outlet and plug into this outlet. And, and get people need knowledge. to start asking questions. People need to ask why. They need to know what's going on. They need to look, ask all the questions and then how. How can we fix yeah. this? I mean, don't you think it's weird? We never got to see Osama bin Laden's body. Nothing. Oh, yeah, this is what happened. And then the next thing you know, 17 SEALs from that unit are loaded on a, a big old slow Chinook helicopter and shot down and killed. To me, I smell something. Something's off with that. Mm-hmm. 
something's going on. I don't, you know, nothing hit Seven World Trade. I know firemen. They told me explosions were going off in the buildings before those towers fell. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just on and on and on. How does a plane fit in that hole at the Pentagon? Just keep going on and on and on and ask yourself, and look what's gone on since 9-11. Mm -hmm. You know, this has been their new Pearl Harbor that they've been able to get away with doing all this shit. And I'm sorry, that's the way I see it, you know. I mean, and, they, and then they have this idiot in the office, George Bush Jr., you know. It's yeah. like, pfft. Like, you know, we're going to smoke them out of their holes. <laughs> you know, and anyway, you know what? I look at it, you know, the mm -hmm. ultimate one who's in control is God. Yeah. And all these people are going to get smashed. All these people doing this shit to humanity, man, they're going to get their karma. Because mm -hmm. that's just the way I look at it. But at the same time, you know, if I can save some lives by telling people, avoid these foods, these, these genetically modified foods, avoid this poisonous meat, these drugs, all this stuff that they're telling you you need. You don't need that. You don't need all these gadgets and all this crap, mm -hmm. you know. And people just need to take inventory, stop and take inventory of your life. Say, what's important in my life, you know, my health beautiful loving relationships family friends that's the real that's the real thing let's mm -hmm. just slow down as a whole nation and take inventory man look what's going on in this country with the youth with everything we're being destroyed from the inside mm -hmm. it, uh, you know that's what i say you want to know where the weapons of mass destruction are open up your friggin refrigerators they wasn't in iraq mm -hmm. they're closer than you think they're right in your refrigerator that's what's killing us mm -hmm. the drugs the the friggin food in your refrigerator in your pantry you know that's the weapons of mass destruction and they're allowed to sell that stuff and and do whatever they want but god help you if you say anything that natural health Natural uh, foods can cure disease. Then you go to jail. Yeah. So, anyway, um, you know, I just try to always drop knowledge on many levels, whether it's diet, health, training, nutrition, punk rock. It just, you know, I've been fortunate enough to meet amazing people in my mm -hmm. life, and, you know, it's through that I just try to turn people on to my experiences, what I've been through and you know like I said I'm writing a film now and you know doing a whole bunch of stuff because I think uh, you know if you can um, get into mainstream media and, and, and kind of you know not not I, I never preach I'm not didactic yeah. I always present both sides of any argument that's the real story teller's job mm -hmm. it's not to slant the argument it's to present both sides and then the audience and whoever it is that's listening to your music or whatever, your film, watching your film, they'll decide. Um, they'll make their own choice, be it one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you know. Thank you so much again. This has been a very enlightening conversation, and hopefully people out there really take something from it. Yeah, could you, if you could just let Jerry know when that airs, I would love to check it out too. Cause... Oh, I will. And you know what? I thank you for asking the, the, the pertinent questions and, and being part of it because, you know, I can tell you're passionate about it too. So that's what makes good interviews. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of people li who listen to WSO, you really don't listen to punk music or hardcore music. And yeah. 
for me, that was my CNN. Right. And I, if exactly. I could, if I could turn other people onto it, I also put that for yeah. them as well. Beautiful. All right. So uh, anyway, keep in touch, and thank you so much. And if you need to get in touch with me, uh, Jerry, Jerry knows how to track me down. Okay. Thank you, darling. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Thank you too. Bye bye. Bye.